Broadcasting live from an airstream somewhere in Tornado Alley, bringing you the people, places, and stories from the Panhandle to the Red River. This is your Only in Oklahoma show. And welcome to the show. Today we're going to egg it on in Broken Arrow, and a little bit later we're going to talk about a mesocyclone of cash, like millions of dollars. I'm Brett. And I am Harley. So you have become the, but you're, you've been nominated as the road trip laureate. Um, I don't know if I am the road trip laureate, but I will take the title of road trip king. You are the road trip king. I've been doing a few of them. Uh, but you had a chance to eat at uh, me personally, probably hands down would be the number one. If I lived in broken, Arrow, I would eat here all the time. Yes, there is a place called Egget on Cafe in Broken Arrow. And I'm going to have to say, maybe going out on a limb here, but okay. maybe the best breakfast in the state. You, that was the first thing you said to me, um, a couple of weeks ago when you talked, when you got back from Broken Arrow was, cause you know, it's well documented. When you talk to me about breakfast, you got to come correct because I am a breakfast snob. Right. And when we went, Amber said, oh, we should have brought bread. Yeah. This place is really great. And I said, hell no. Right. Brett is already over the top mm-hmm. for good breakfast. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. It'd be like watching porn with your parents or something. It just grossed me out. I have been I have been in many a heated discussion in some Facebook groups about what defines the best? I mean, I broke down breakfast like most professional coaches break down game film. So, yeah. I mean, so when you say to me, perhaps the best breakfast, and you have a, you and I, we talk about it all the time, 15 years, we've, we've, we've slung an egg or two. We have. And I'm, I'll start off with, I make phenomenal breakfast. I'm not just patting myself on the back. No, no. Like I legitimately, I, can make some eggs. Yeah, and you can make a three-ingredient French toast that rivals Wolfgang Puck. Yeah, Yeah. so yeah. So I I kind of feel like I'm a little bit of an authority when it comes to breakfast. And I'm going to say Egadon Cafe, dude, it is ridiculously good. It's got a great atmosphere. Okay, so when the waitress walks up to us, Mm -hmm. she's smiling. Which is good indication. That's a good indicator. She doesn't hear job. Right off the bat. Right. But it legitimately made me slightly uncomfortable when she got to the table and actually kicked on her welcome. The customer service voice. Welcome welcome to egg it on smile. Yeah. Like, dude, it was blinding. She was proud of it. Dude, she was excited to be there. Yeah. So right off the bat, had a great feel for the place. Okay, but let me... Let me back you up just a little bit. Define for you. Okay, so when you go into a new restaurant, especially when you're on a destination, I think a very few people probably go out of their way to find the little cubbyhole places and the local haunts. Mm-hmm. What are you, as a road trip slash breakfast ambassador <laughs> or a food ambassador, right? what are you looking for? I mean, you got some tough customers. For sure. Yeah. So when I'm traveling with the brood, there yeah. is a lot of contention about what happens for food. Yeah. But uh, Amber's well-trained. She is always on the lookout yeah. for something local, locally owned, mm-hmm. locally sourced. And 
So she's in the navigator seat okay. oftentimes, and at the same time, she's, you know, looking for the place that we're going to stop next. So she found this one while yeah. we were cruising down the street. She's like, oh, this sounds good. And then she started reading stuff off the menu, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's the place that we're yeah. going. Yeah. But what are you looking for? What are you yourself looking for? As far as criteria goes? Yeah. What's your, again, I'll how start many boxes here? Right off the bat. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm looking for the locally owned, locally sourced. Yeah. To start with. Yeah. Then I want a really good atmosphere. When I when I come in, I want it to be the the noisy diner sounds, mm-hmm. but to see everybody smiling. And I think it's always a good sign when you walk into a restaurant and there's a crowd of people yeah. waiting to get in. Yeah, I never want to pull up somewhere and go, we're the only people here and it's breakfast time. And McDonald's right. has all the traffic. Yeah. But yeah. then you take a look around and you see the servers mm-hmm. and the servers... A, all have smiles on their faces, and B, they're doing the the waiter dance where oh, they're going past in past each other. Where it almost looks like it's choreographed, right? The way they're flying past one another with you know, and they're full, not annoyed like exactly full trays yeah, of food, yeah, and yeah. So they were having a good time, which is a great sign mm-hmm. because I promise you, the wait staff will not be happy if the food's not good because. Literally, everybody's chewing their ass nonstop. Oh yeah, like that—that's the thing. When you're the wait, the wait staff, you you get the ass chewings for everything that goes wrong in the kitchen, for the the dirty bath, like everything is on you. Yeah, I mean, even yeah. if the customer spills their drink, it's your somehow fault. it's the waiter's fault, right? So the fact that they were all happy, yeah, great sign. Oh yeah. So we get seated after about fifteen minutes, which is pretty quick yeah, for the average. number that's of average. people. The number of people that were there, mm-hmm. we got sat fast. Yeah. Again, all of the people coming out were happy and stuffed. You could just tell they're holding on to their bellies, and you know they they when had a see, good time. And you see it if you you see if you see every other customer with a to go box or you know what I mean. No, there were no to go no, boxes. Everybody Dude, I'm telling you, yeah, I'm telling you, I don't think it's possible to take a to go box out of the place. I mean, unless you don't start, yeah. unless you're taking it to go and mm-hmm. you called in an order, that's the only way you're getting a to-go box out of here. Yeah. I was thinking about it while I was eating, and I was like, there's no way. Like, it would be a complete waste of time to get a to-go box, because even if I couldn't stuff it in my mouth right now, later on in the car, I'm not going to make it anywhere before it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the next stop I have at a traffic light that's longer than 30 seconds. Exactly. I'm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you may as well just stay there and finish it. Right. But <laughs> everything was amazing. I mean, everything was spot on. Literally everything from the croissants mm. to the the eggs were fluffy. Dude, every sauce. And I, nothing hit that table that I didn't get a bite of. Okay. So we've talked to ad nauseum. We talked about your French press. You have a French press. You've got a coffee pot. You've got every kind of coffee apparatus. So you can make the perfect cup of coffee. One of your biggest complaints is getting getting that road coffee, and it's it's how does the coffee stand up? Uh, okay, so am as I far set, as is, am I setting you up here? You you might be setting me up a little okay. bit. It is just coffee. It's just your plain Jane diner coffee. Then no espresso or anything okay. like that. But it was good. There there was. There were no issues as far as, you know, like stale tasting yeah. or anything like that. The coffee was just rock solid, plain Jane diner coffee. But it was good. Right. Okay. Cool. 
So as far as the menu goes, I almost feel like every single item on the menu needs a minute, but we'll just pick and choose like we normally do when we're talking about food and go sure. over some of the items. Well, do you want to go over what you had when I get there? Okay, sure. I, I'm, I'm salivating. I'm sorry. I want to put an egg on it now, but I feel like I'd be settling for anything I put a egg, an egg on that doesn't have mushrooms, green chilies, or celery on it. God. So they have omelets, and nobody got an omelet, unfortunately. Mm. We got all of the ingredients, I think. we are. We touched on a lot of the ingredients yeah. with the selection that everybody made that was at the table. Mm-hmm. But there were no omelets. But I'm going to have to say their ingredient list for omelets is kind of ridiculous. They're all three egg omelets. They can make them with egg whites or cholesterol-free eggs or anything like that. And they all come with an order of hash browns, mm. slice of toast, whatever. But the ingredients that go into the omelets are kind of insane. Broccoli, tomatoes, avocado, mushrooms, green mm. chilies, a celery zucchini mix, ham, and dewy sausage, smoked turkey, Italian sausage, roasted red peppers, oh green bell peppers. Dude, it's like I would have never thought to put a half of those things in an omelet. Well, some of them are kind of your greatest hits of omelets, but then they kind of start throwing you a curveball and hit you with the with the high note green chilies and dewy sausage. That's something you don't get very often. Not very often at all. Yeah. Um, one of the things that stands out on their menu as far as omelets go, yeah. though, is um, the Philly cheesesteak omelet. Oh, my. Which is filled with sliced roast beef, sautéed onions, bell peppers, and mushrooms, and topped with jack cheese. Mm. God, come on, dude. Yeah. Okay, so something that I would probably, just looking... They've got a parfait on here, but I'm sorry. If I can't put an egg on it, I'm probably not going to egg it on. Right. But the Godfather. Italian sausage, onion, bell peppers, roasted red peppers, mushrooms, sautéed in garlic, and then topped with mozzarella. And black olives. Oh, mamma mia. Dude, it's like that sounds like a slice of... Like a, like a, like a mama used to make. Right. <laughs> and then they... So they've got a bunch of omelet options. Uh-huh. They've got crepes, which one of the crepes that they have is a uh, called the New Orleans crepe. It's mm-hmm. andouille sausage, roasted red peppers, diced green peppers, onions, black beans topped with jack cheese and chives. Aye, boy, that sounds like it'd be real good, boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge crepe fan. Really? I'm not, but that mm. sounds amazing. I like crepes, but I like pancakes better. I like I just I like a little bit more density with my 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 breakfast breads, <laughs> if you will. Well, you're from Oklahoma, so you pretty much biscuits and gravy, right? Is yeah. about as thick as, as you can gets. get yeah, for yeah, breakfast bread. Absolutely. So they have skillets, which looked good. I didn't. We didn't have one at the table, but I yeah. saw them. They looked good. Pretty much what you think. You know, whatever you want in a pan mm-hmm. with eggs. And hash browns. It looked amazing. Your own personal breakfast buffet. Yes. Right. But one of the things that did make it to our table mm-hmm. wasn't in front of me, oh. but I definitely took advantage of it, was the Big Boy, which okay. is one freshly baked biscuit mm-hmm. sliced and covered with two sausage patties over medium eggs, then topped with sausage gravy and served with seasoned potatoes Oh, really good, dude. Oh, their biscuits sounds... are rock solid. Really, mm, like Gosh. just like Grandma used to make biscuits. Yeah, I. 
sign me up for anything that has biscuits and gravy. And then if you want to add a bunch of stuff to it, I really don't care. But you had me at homemade biscuit and sausage gravy. Everything you got to put Jolly Ranchers on it, and I probably would have ate it. <laughs> uh, Amber had the waffle sliders, which are mm. two waffle sandwiches with one over hard egg, and then your choice of bacon, sausage patty, or ham, also served with seasoned potatoes or yeah. hash browns. She got the hash browns. Perfection, dude. Oh, the hash browns were perfect. The sliders were amazing. Really? Mm. Dude, they were presented in such a way that it looked like, oh, this is, you know, I'm going to be able to eat this with my hands. Not. That's no, not a thing. Not a thing. I don't... I. I don't understand the purpose of making it in the form of a sandwich if you know for a fact that you cannot eat it like a sandwich. Mm -hmm. But they did. It was amazing. The waffles are great. They also have country fried chicken for breakfast. Okay. Yes. It is amazing. It's as amazing. It's as amazing as you think it would be. Right. But what I had. Okay. Was the croissant scramble. Do tell. I love a croissant. Dude. Okay. So this is a fresh croissant. That's cut open on your oh. plate and then buried. I mean, literally buried under scrambled eggs, spinach, ham, and hollandaise sauce. Oh, mama. <laughs> okay, so I took a bite of it. You know, it, they set it down in front of me. I took mm. a bite of it, and I just got the eggs and the ham, and I was like, man, these eggs are really good. Yeah. The hollandaise sauce was, per the uh -huh. hollandaise sauce was perfect. Yep. But, you know, I was like, oh, you know. Ham right. and eggs and hollandaise sauce. It was okay. good. Yeah. And then I took another bite and hit that croissant. Oh, my God. I don't know how. I don't know why. But they have an expert in the kitchen. Whoever mm. made those croissants, like, deserves, I don't know, is there a congressional medal yeah. of croissant? I like croissants that, the reason why I like croissants, I think, I don't know. I could go into a long explanation. There's that flaky kind of... What is it? I don't know. It's like a flaky. It's a well. It isn't like it's like a flaky exterior. I said it again. Like and then there's this dense. I don't know what happens, but I could just eat. I could ball up a croissant and just shove it in my mouth. <laughs> the thing that the thing about the croissant, I would have never thought of it as thought of using a croissant like you use a biscuit and biscuits and gravy. Mm -hmm. But hundred percent to like, me, it seems like it would get. Maybe get a little soggy. Mm -mm. No? Dude, I don't know how they did it, but it was amazing. Mm. And every time you got a bite of that croissant, it was like you won a little jackpot. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> like playing slot machines or something. Um, as far as other things on the menu, though, uh, they have an Oklahoma burrito, which is chorizo, green chilies, onions, and then all sorts of cheese, scrambled eggs, stuffed into a flour tortilla, and then they top it with like a Southwest sauce and sour cream. Looks amazing. This is what I would... I, I can tell you right now, most of these menu items, I would have to get a side... Because I'm a... I, probably part of my problem is, is I like gravy. I've been known to gravy... I'll use the gravy, and then what I don't need the reserve, I'll just drink it like it's a, a shot. <laughs> I'm getting a side of gravy with every single menu item. So, again, they've got... They cover the... The whole gamut when it comes to yeah, if you've thought about it for breakfast, they have it for breakfast. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it. I mean, a Reuben? That yes. Now that is one of their lunch items. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm pretty sure. Well, hell, an egg on it BLT. I've never seen a BLT with an egg on it. Right. 
Um, but to finish off the breakfast yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. sorry. The home style cinnamon French toast. Oof. Talked about it before. I'm. I feel like I'm pretty damn good at making French toast. You make just rock solid French toast. Their French toast smelled like cinnabon. Oh boy! Like yeah. when you walk past a cinnabon in the mall, mm-hmm. that's what it smelled like walking past the table. Yeah, I I like cinnamon toast every now and again, uh, but it's really at the end of the day, it's a to me, it's all about the bread with cinnamon toast. You need a, a nice day old bread that can soak up that that mixture. I don't go out of my way to make cinnamon toast. It's not that I can't, but I I overthink everything and. It, and I'm not just going to get French toast anywhere. But this sounds like this is probably, if I'm in town, oh, man, I don't know that I'd go for this for the French toast. Because you've already mentioned ten things that I would already eat. I know. Get. That's the biggest problem yeah. that I see with the restaurant is, like, I feel like I would have to go there 20 or 30 times mm-hmm. before I started getting outside of my comfort zone and yeah. trying something out that I didn't really want. So, like, the... You know the croissant, uh-huh. the croissant scramble, or what was it called? The the yeah, the yeah. croissant scramble. Mm-hmm. I would have to go there four or five times before I didn't order that. Well, and I think if you went back, you you may have to almost go. Okay, we're going to take the croissant scramble, this, this, and this, and some. You have some dessert plates, and you just kind of you almost do family style, just because I feel like. You could oh you could easily overeat here like yeah for <laughs> to get sure it yeah. I think this is one of the things if you're on a diet you need to avoid this place this is at cheap. all yeah. costs this is a cheat this is cheat weekend I wouldn't <laughs> even say that I would say literally you know if you're trying to lose weight don't go here like I yeah. they have healthy options and I'm sorry but if you walk into this place. I feel like the healthy options are off the menu. Oh yeah, you're you are off. You're you're off the wagon, right? I'm yeah. I'm toast. I am toast. <laughs> you have to, they have toast? Uh, yeah. My diet ex, expectations have been they've already dashed. If I'm in Broken Arrow, I can't not eat here now. Right. Yeah. Now, as far as kind of the outside of the breakfast, sure. Just to kind of give you a bird's eye view of the rest of the menu. They they do have a Reuben. They've got you brought it up the egg on it uh-huh. BLT. They've got chicken quesadilla, okay. chicken fingers. So they've got those kid friendly, kid centric child order. You know the chicken fingers and quesadilla. The, yeah, they have yeah. it covered if you've got a really finicky kid and you're going here for lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do have a couple of things that stood out to me. Okay, on the menu, uh, first and foremost, the kitchen sink. I was literally looking at that, going, "He's going to say kitchen sink sub." He's going to. <laughs> yeah, it's a grilled hoagie bun with melted jack cheese, bacon, ham, turkey, tomatoes, lettuce, avocados, and onions. Uh, but you know what? You could probably say, can I get that without the bun? And it'd probably just as good. You, you have me at, again, avocado. I know it's been kind of like, it's the new, it's been a superfood for a while, but it's really been kind of a hipster, you know, avocado toast, this and that and the other. Hell, I could eat that without the bun. Uh, no, I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. They also have a sandwich called the California, which is jalapenos, avocado, lettuce, tomato, red onion, Monterey Jack cheese, and drizzled with a Santa Fe dressing. So if you're kind of wanting to go for the yeah. veggie version. Yeah, that might be it. That might be your ticket in. Yeah. So as far as hours and that sort of stuff goes, they're open 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. We have talked about it for years. 
you, it says a lot about who you are that you close at two o'clock. That you can make your you make the, your business where breakfast, brunch, lunch, right, done, mm-hmm. and your was it what's it say Wednesday through Sunday, not bad hours. Yeah, no, they're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. Yeah, which I'm again, I'm fine with. I mm-hmm. think we've discussed it a little bit. I feel like if you have a rock solid restaurant mm-hmm. that you can and should close, yeah, regularly, mm-hmm. you know, to allow. You know, to allow your employees to have a life, you know, have a life, and also to allow you to kind of how many restaurants you go into that are open. There are a few that are open twenty four hours now anymore, but restaurants that are open all day and into the the latter part of the, the place is probably wrecked. It's never. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call out any particular restaurant or you know like you know if there was a restaurant called the. The Chapel House. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that if they're open 24 hours a day that you're ever going to be able to find a clean booth. Right. And it's not going to smell like vomit. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say... Right. If, if there open, was a restaurant. If there was a restaurant called the Chapel House that yeah. was on every major highway and it was open 24 hours a day, it would probably be kind of gross. Yeah. So having that time to clean... Having that time to allow your employees to find that t- slice of tomato that fell in between the exactly all that sort of stuff. This place is gorgeous, yeah, clean. The bathroom was clean. Like that's that's a big one for me. Yeah, again, I think I think the days uh, I think the days of operation are perfect if you're traveling through as well. You know, that's kind of your weekend. Just passing through. Those are those are just passing through hours. Honestly, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think it makes perfect sense. Now, um, as far as address goes, they're on South Aspen, 1131 South Aspen Avenue in Broken Arrow, which is basically the southeast corner of Aspen and Houston. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's in a little shopping, a little strip mall. Yeah. So you, you kind of think, uh, you know, mm-hmm. is the strip mall. Oh, yeah. But they're in, the, they're in a little strip mall. Super easy, to, super easy to find. Just look for all of the cars, and that's where you want to be. Well, again, if you're passing through, check it out. It's Egg It On and Broken Arrow. And coming up after the break, we've got $208 million blowing into the state of Oklahoma. Stay tuned. So, Brett, when you're traveling, yes, what is your thing that you collect? Um, sippy cups in the back. I realize that I have an abundance of sippy cups. That That's get not left. what I mean. <laughs> I'm talking about when you get to your destinations. What T-shirts. are T-shirts. You do t-shirts? Yeah, I do t-shirts. I, I do mugs, Amber likes magnets. Yeah. So, and then I've always got to do the obligatory bumper sticker for yeah. the desk. Oh, yeah. Here. But I'll say this. I've spent a lot of money. You, you kind of do the, I think everybody, if you're doing the tourist thing, like I said, you, you've got your thing, i got my thing. But there are some, I don't know, I bought a lot of stuff that I look at and go, hey, $25 for this? Yeah, quality's super important. I know even even looking at bumper stickers, you yeah. can you can look at a bumper sticker and go, mm-mm. Well, or I'll only buy one because I'm like, no, I didn't buy anything else. It's local. I'll support the team. Right. Well, if you have a roadside attraction that right. needs some bumper stickers, coffee mugs, magnets, t shirts, right, or baby bottles. I bet they could, I bet I bet they can make a something for a baby bottle or a sippy cup, which I'm gonna I'm gonna be buying stock in. <laughs> well, if you have a need like that, definitely reach out to the team over at Master Threads. They can embroider your logo directly onto anything. 
And it's so simple. Call them for a free quote. It's it's just that easy. Call them at 405-673-3787. Or you can find them on the web at masterthreads.us. So I think it's well documented. Tornadoes are kind of our thing. Like if you know what I mean, you've got your state birds, you got your state rocks, we've got our state weather activity tra- tragedies. I don't know. Yeah. So it's it, it's no mistake that I don't think that two hundred eight million dollars is going to be wasted here. No. So there is a new story out of the Daily Oklahoman headline: producing better forecasts and saving lives. OU lands $208 million to continue tornado research. So, you know, I think there's been a lot of questions. You know, I watched, I learned everything I know from tornadoes from A, either watching Gary England or watching the movie Twister. But one thing we don't really know a lot about is kind of exactly how these, we know how they operate, but the destructive phenomena of the tornado. There's not much, we don't have a lot of science behind it. Well, I think we do, but I still oh, yeah. think there's a lot, to be, a lot to learn still. The University of Oklahoma is going to be continuing their research, though, thanks to a $208 million award from the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, better known as NOAA. Wow. So what they're looking to do is expand the work done by the Cooperative Institute of Mesoscale Meteorolo- Meteorological Studies. Previously, they collaborated with with Norman, which is where the, I mean, Norman is the hub. It is the National Weather Service. Right. So they're, they're kind of the boss when it comes right. to Right. They, yeah, they're, it doesn't, like, we're the top of the heap for Oklahoma podcasts. They're kind of a big deal. They are, kind, they are kind of a big deal when it yeah. comes to weather. And according to the team, this is going to help them better forecast warnings and save lives and property, which is, again, one of the things that's kind of near and dear. To the heart of almost every Oklahoma. Oh, absolutely. Especially in certain parts of the state. Like, if you're in Moore, this is money well spent, <laughs> quite honestly. Right. And this isn't new to the state of Oklahoma. No. NOAA has been working with, right. with OU for, like, 40-some-odd years. Right. But they've just been, I mean, they've just been endowed with $208 million to, to put into more research. Right. And the uh, president of OU said it's a great honor, which I agree with him. Yeah. And again, it's one of those things. It's kind of a feather in our cap. Yeah. That we are, we have such expertise when it comes to weather. Mm-hmm. But it's also money that, again, helps in different ways. Absolutely. Helps the community. And uh, it's super important when we land grants and. Well, yeah. And I think it's, I don't think you ever really, the research really never. You really never solve the puzzle, but anything that you can put towards it to, uh, I don't know. Ex- but it's, I think it's super important, not yeah. only for the weather in the state of Oklahoma, the weather research in the state of Oklahoma, but I think it, it does impact travel and tourism in the state. I think it's a huge deal. I think people people literally come from all over the oh, yeah. world mm-hmm. to visit the National Weather Service in Norman. Doppler radar was designed, constructed, and this is a home of... You, Doppler radar. We are the home. I think Gary England invented that. And the Gettner. I don't think he did. No, he didn't. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. I don't need $208 million. I just need a 1,000 of you all to tell a 1,000 people you know that know a 1,000 more people about the Only OK Show. Absolutely. We're uh, we're out there trying to find you the best places to eat eggs on it. <laughs> and then some. 
Well, this has been the Only an OK Show. I am Harley. And I'm Brett. We're out of here. Peace. We're waiting on pizza, man. No, we're not. Why we're not? recording. Waiting on pizza. Waiting on pizza. What are you talking about? Waiting on pizza. Um, Something that has nothing to do with starting the show. Have you watched any of the new... Do you have Disney Plus still? Are you still pirating? Oh, that's right. Your, your nieces. That's right, bud. Because her dad won't allow it. Because they're communists. I don't think it's fair, man. I don't think it's fair at all. You commie bastards. What was I going to say? Have you watched... Did you watch The Tomorrow War? Yes. That's good, man. That was pretty solid. Okay, here's my thing. Okay. Screen rant, done with them. Did they shred it? Dude, they shred everything. I'm sorry, but... Okay, one of the worst movies of of all times, Mm -hmm. according to the internet trolls that... that This movie? Is that what they're referencing? No. Okay. That also love comic books. Okay. Green Lantern. Okay. I'm sorry, but Green Lantern is a 100% passable popcorn and chill movies. You don't have to tear apart everything. You literally, it's not necessary. Yeah. You know, oh my God, Hal Jordan's suit would never do that. Like, Like, who cares? But here's the, more to the point. Somebody said, (laughs) okay, so do you listen to Rogan still? Occasionally, okay. So Tar- has, Tarantino was on there the other day, and anytime he's on anything, I like to hear it because he's right now he's pitching his book compendium to. Here's my thing. Can I? Can no, I no, 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 no. I'll let you get to your story. I want to bitch about why? Because I like. I just want to bitch for two seconds. Okay. That it bothers me that Tarantino is basically um, what's Joe Pesci. All of his mannerisms oh, okay. and his speech patterns, like, dude, did you, like, did you just watch Joe Pesci movies nonstop when you were in your teens? So my argument is, again, it's once upon a time in Hollywood. You've probably not seen it. That's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't judge you for your latter day or current day sense, but maybe so. There's a Bruce Lee appears in this characterization of. Once upon a time in Hollywood, the premise of the movie is what if the Manson the Manson murders were thwarted by you know, what if it didn't happen? What if instead of them getting killed, they the the Manson, the Manson family was themselves murdered. Okay. So the whole thing is what it's a what if from start to finish, Brad Pitt plays Cliff Booth, a stunt man. Got it. There's a scene. Mm-hmm. And I'll play the scene for you sometime. I've seen it. Okay. So the hubbub is they Tarantino went on Rogan and said, you know, it's well documented. Bruce Lee did not like American stuntmen. American stuntmen didn't like working with Bruce Lee because he was notorious for doing what they called tagging. Mm-hmm. He would hit him. Bob ask Bob Wally broke his damn nose on the set of Enter the Dragon. Yeah. Anyway, I got nothing against Bruce Lee. No. But it's not the first time. Jean Claude Van Tam Dam was not a classically trained martial artist. He was also someone that would incidentally or intentionally hit something. It's not, it's always been there. So his daughter came out and is saying, you know, 
you know, how dare you Tarantino depict my 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 dad as being this, you know, right, arrogant ass, but she's let's be real. First of all, it's a characterization. The whole the whole movie mm-hmm. is what if somebody could beat Bruce Lee? I mean, not, even that scene. What if somebody could beat Bruce Lee's ass? Right. So, but the thing is, it made made him look like you know, kind of a pompous ass. But let's be real. I think if Bruce Lee knew his popularity now and what he did for a, the genre, how would you not have some machismo? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I can't see. I don't know. Maybe he was humble pie all the time, but I just. That's the other thing. People are like, and then people that don't, they're like, "Well, I totally agree." Like you, I can see her argument. It's it's and it's what and Tarantino said it. He said, "Look, I respect her opinion, but critics can suck my wang." Mm-hmm. Like seriously, yeah. Fam- you know, if you if you've known Bruce, you're allowed to tell me I'm a jerk off. Cool, I'll, I can take that. But now you've got fans coming out going, "Yeah, I just totally." Like the minute somebody starts something, like you know what? That's that's a great. That's a great idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna bitch about that. Like, I just in the Hal Jordan thing. It's fiction. At least I'm ask. It's fiction. It's a comic book movie. Like, what does it matter? Can't we just enjoy movie? When did we stop enjoying movie? When did we stop referring to everything as a film? A film. When you say, "Well, it's a decent film," that's a pretentious ass thing to say. Like, it's it's a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, when you draw a line between film and movie, you're just, you're being snooty about it. I think, as a comic book movie, it's not my favorite. I don't know a lot about Green Lantern. I didn't think the effects were that great. But did Screen Rant rip Tomorrow War or whatever yeah. to pieces? But they do everything. It's yeah. like... When they talk to me from the living room at a normal volume, and I'm in between you and me, is a dishwasher going... The sink is on, yeah, and the the washer is in wash mode, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I I can hear. Well, I don't know what you're saying. Well, I said it. La- I, you didn't. Like, yeah. All right. Three, two. That was <laughs> like I was going to go into a slip into a self induced coma. <laughs> two. We're doing uh, at home hypnosis. <laughs> you're feeling very sleepy. You're gonna lose all consciousness. Like three. Two. It's like uh, you remember Office Space when he's like, "You're going to a lame sleep." And then he freaking he croaks. It's like what was the movie with Kevin Bacon? Stir of Echoes. Stir of Echoes. Dude, that, movie, that movie's good, man. People don't talk about it enough. That's a good one. Do you know it's Kevin Bacon? Sixty three. He's older. Three, two, one. Flim go. Bacon. All right. Three, two, one. On today's episode, we're going. Do your normal, and welcome to the show. And welcome to the show, that's right. You're right, you're right. Three, two, one. And welcome to the show. Now, babes, shush. I'm me- waiting for a shoe to come flying underneath the door or something. <laughs> oh, there it is. Nope. What are you doing, dude? We're trying to record. Just tell them one second, I'm trying to do this. Here. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> God damn. Come on. <laughs> this is why middle age has got it's a constant <clears throat> hang on a second, I need a drink. <clears throat> I'm not saying that old men can't do it. They can't. Old men can't jump though. Let's go. Three, two, hang one. On a second. Have you seen video of Joe Rogan recently doing his kicks? No. Dude, that dude is a, he's five foot two. Mm-hmm. He's got the force of an A train. He's a little gorilla, dude. I yeah, he would I don't know. He'd mess you up quick. Three, two, one. 
And welcome to the show. Today we're headed to Egadon and Broken Arrow. And a little bit later, we're going to talk about a no. mesocyclone of cash. What is wrong? I didn't do anything. You did. Because it doesn't say we're going to egg it on. We went to. We're going to talk about. We're going to put an egg on it today. We're going to egg it on. Like We're going to egg it on in Broken, broken Arrow. Arrow. Gotcha. We're not going to. We're, we're not going, going to. to egg it on. We're going to egg it on in Broken Arrow. Yeah. Three, two, one. 